Sponsored by Expressway. With My Expressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations. Hello, I'm Connor Faulkman and this is Driving Life. Welcome to episode three. First up, it's my old friend and colleague, RTE's Nuala Carey. I dropped down to her in Montrose as she was finishing her morning's work and we had a little chat about cars and about life. From her driving test to her dream car, we spoke about her life driving with memories of her late father and we spoke about working in RTE and where we'll see her next. Nuala Carey, how are you? I'm good. Delighted to see you, Connor, because we worked together many moons ago. We did. We did. So I always kind of take a little bit of pride and every every time I, I see you presenting the weather, it's so that's our Nuala. Ah, thanks. Well, I have to say, I have the fondest memories of my time mm. in AA Roadwatch. It was my first job in the media and I loved the people. I loved the variety of work. Yeah. And I have... I just always look back on it as a really kind of golden few years. It felt that way for me too that time. I think we have some old photos and stuff that we were, you know, in clearing out an office and, and you see some of the, and there you are in your young glory. Um, and listen, you look fantastic. Strange setting. We're, we're, we're meeting in the car park of RTE. <laughs> uh, we would be allowed inside, but COVID rules and all that. So they're, they're terrible. So here we are in the car. Park. So you look incredibly glamorous. You've, have you stepped literally just off set? <laughs> well, more or less. Yeah. yeah. The lunchtime weather. Um, but listen, as you know, TV and a bit like radio, it's all smoke and mirrors. It's all an illusion. Yeah. And um, I, I don't look like this all the time. No, I, I, I know. Actually, I don't do an awful lot these days, but I did a, a TV thing the other night on um, Virgin Media, their, their Tonight Show. So I was sitting at a desk, but I verified in advance that I was sitting at a desk so I could turn up in the top half of a suit and a jeans. I remember you were a bit of a diva for that kind of. Yeah. I think we had a conversation years ago and you to save time you were saying there was no point in ironing the back of your shirt because you were going to have a jacket on. <laughs> exactly. And so highly practical. Highly practical. Well, I have to say it is a good idea. I don't like ironing. Nobody yeah. does. Well, that you see, so when you're presenting the weather, actually, you don't need to iron the back of the dress. Not That's at all. Important, don't, important don't turn around. To, don't turn around, yeah. Um, well, look, fantastic to see you. I'm, I'm chatting to people basically about their life and driving because I, I think we all have little war stories and uh, life on the road. Do you drive much, Nuala? Well, I don't particularly for the simple reason that I work here in Orchie and Donnybrook and I live in Munstown. Hmm. So, I mean, my commute is about four and a half miles. Yeah. So the driving I do is always fairly local or if I'm doing a weekly shop. So I'm not covering a lot of ground, yeah. but I like driving and I like the opportunity, you know, for a long journey. And my family kind of look. Well, you have a country family, don't you? Or, or are you dub dub? Not dub dub. Mom is Mayo and Dad was Cork. But actually, when we used to go down and visit Dad's family, as we still do, although mm. haven't been there for a while because of COVID, we would always do that actually on the train. Oh right. Yeah, we used to do that kind of in a day, and we'd go down in the morning and back in the evening. But. Um, yeah, make a good trip of it, yeah. Yeah, but I but I do like to drive. Like if somebody, you know, invited me to something now in Offaly tonight and offered me a lift, I would say to them, no, no, your grand, thanks, I'll, I'll drive yeah. there myself. I like being on my own in the car. I like listening to the radio. Yeah. And I'm not used to people in the car with me. So I'd say 
I'd, like I okay I might have one passenger like my mum if I was bringing her somewhere but yeah. if I had a full car I just don't really like that <laughs> I know well I mean I, re- I remember family car trips I'm sure we all do but the, the car full of kids and squabbling with siblings and oh. did, did, did you have all of that in your life well we did and you see going down to Cork years ago to see dad's family and, and spend time with my granny we'd go down for, for the summer like the journey was much longer years oh, yeah. ago you had to break the journey as well you'd stop and cash it and you'd have your lunch I just thought we were never going to get there <laughs> you know so yeah. they were long journeys yes yeah, so well, that, that, was, that was Irish life for lots of us and so when did you learn how to drive then Nula? well ironically enough I, I couldn't drive when I worked in AA Roadwatch <laughs> so like I was telling everybody about you know tailbacks and broken down buses and broken down cars and sometimes you'd actually have to give advice yeah, as you yeah. know you know tips on driving through fog and all of that but I couldn't drive and it was something that I wanted to learn how to do but then I think subconsciously I had a slight fear of learning to drive because so many times on radio I was talking about you know an accident block in a road so I don't know where but in some part of my brain I suppose I was nervous at driving which it doesn't make any sense because we were just reporting yeah yeah you know, these can be tiny accidents mm. you know it's, it's nothing really you know nine times out of ten but but even still it, it kind of put me off so then i said to myself no you have to get over this and i remember people even yeah. in the office in a road watch would say to me oh no you know you should you should learn to drive yeah so i was in my 20s when i learned well you know so was i well when i first did my traffic reports i couldn't drive of course i, I wasn't I, the only one yeah no i know it was, like, it was my guilty secret at the time and you'll be telling people you know steer carefully and you know no sudden braking movements and my father used to give me an awful slagging over it but listen, we were young. We were young. Hmm. Um, so you did. You were an adult then, so to speak, doing the driving test. So I, I was. How was that experience? Well, do you know what? I'd have done the leaving cert quicker. I hated doing the driving test, and I didn't get it first time. But then a lot of people don't, so I, yeah, I don't yeah. feel any shame about that. But. I mean, you're so nervous on the day. They're reversing around a corner. Like, I I still have visions of myself driving to a local um, housing estate with my mum and trying to keep practice it. And then, like, opening the door and seeing how far I'm out. And seeing the curb six feet away from the door of the car. So uh, I got it. I I did get the test. And I, I can't remember. I think it was around... It was either Churchtown or Rathgar. I got it. I think it might have been Churchtown. And I actually remember the driving instructor. I remember what he looked like. I even remember his name. And he actually was was lovely. But when I got the driving test, he didn't say to me straight out, you have passed. When we went back and sat down, he took out his notebook and I could see it said certificate of competency. So I said to him, oh, have I got it? And he said, yeah. And I was like, you, 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 that's the, if there was one thing you hadn't prepared for. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought the moment would be much more of a fanfare. But uh, but he was lovely and I was delighted to get it because I really needed to get it. Something yeah. was happening and I needed to be able to drive. So just the relief was unbelievable. Yeah, and you've only to get it once. Exactly. And I, I'd be, I'd be, I, I mean, are you a safe driver since, do you think? I think so. Yeah, yeah I do. Now, I'm not... I'm not a road hog, you know, going at two miles an hour and, you know, but I, but I think I am a safe driver. I I, I really can't picture you having a road rage incident. You you don't, you don't strike me as the type. 
Uh, no, I suppose I wouldn't. Although once, I, you know, I, I was turning left, so I had to go in to a yeah. bus lane. It was inevitable. And this man in front of me got out of his car and started shouting at me, saying that I'd got into a bus lane. And I was looking at him going, <laughs> I had to, to turn left. Hello. So I... I I just couldn't believe it. Well, but anyway, yeah. so I was the victim you of You were the victim. Day. You encountered a lunatic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But to date, you haven't been that lunatic. No, and I um, wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. And would you be confident, say, to drive abroad? No. Sorry, I'll tell you that straight Definitely out. not. Wouldn't even consider it. No, no. Wouldn't even consider <laughs> it. No way. Yeah. And particularly so, because if you're abroad, you're on your holidays. Yeah. So I'm not taking on that stress. I I, ju- I wouldn't even consider it. Yeah. Sorry, and that might sound awful and defeatist, but I just I'm not putting that stress. Well, on I, myself. I, yeah, I, you know, I know people who put it off for years because they were convinced it'd be difficult, and then took to it like a duck to yeah. water. Um, and then you know, other people who, who take to it with complete overconfidence and think they won't mm. have a problem in the world, and on day three they look the wrong direction at a junction. And, uh, yeah, I think because I just know me, and I'm a creature of habit, and and it's funny because even when I've changed my car once or twice you know the way maybe the indicator and a few things are different for a while it it would take me a while to get used to the new car so I just I wouldn't be confident and and like flicking your wipers on as you pull around a corner oh jeepers good night (laughs) and like you're driving the car you know you have to be careful so I no I wouldn't even consider it I just it's not for me well though um, arrange for somebody to drive well exactly yeah, yeah. yeah Travelling with Expressway and your free travel pass is made easier with a reserved seat. When booking journeys at expressway.ie, make sure to select seat-only reservation free travel scheme and pay just €2 per trip to guarantee your seat. Bookings can also be made from ticket machines in stations and priority boarding will be given to those who book in advance. Travel without a booking is still more than welcome, if you prefer, provided we have space on board. Take it easy with your free travel pass and expressway.ie. Think you're not smart enough to own a smartphone? Well, think again and think Doro. Doro phones are designed specially with the older person in mind. They're easy to use with louder sound and larger text. Plus numerous state-of-the-art features that don't compromise on performance or quality. To learn more about the full range of high-tech Doro phones, visit doro.ie. Doro phones. Make friends with innovation. If you're enjoying this podcast, why not subscribe to Senior Times, the magazine and website for people who don't act their age. Or maybe you have a loved one or a friend who you know would love to read more. You can buy a subscription and have the magazine delivered direct to their door. To subscribe to Senior Times, visit the website at seniortimes.ie and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash senior times. Did I see you tweet the other day that you were that your car had to be towed out of your uh, driveway? Well, now that was very unlucky. I and I, I actually don't know what's happened to my car, and my car is only three years old. So I actually got a text <laughs> from the garage earlier. We we don't know. I'm getting some light up something to do with the engine so well I, listen I don't want to blind you with science but the engine is pretty fundamental you know without yeah, an engine it's just not going to work well at all uh, so at the uh, moment I'm walking oh really oh yeah. my god well uh, uh, ho- hopefully not for long I presume the car is not an electric car you haven't gone that route no yet. I haven't yet no yeah. but I think inevitably we all will end up going that way but I I won't be 
I won't be moving with the electric uh, car until more people are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's one of those things. We we will all we will all we will all kind of get there and have a cleaner uh, city because of it. Um, I was gonna one of the things I'm asking people is if you won the lotto, do you have a dream car? But then it occurs to me, are you allowed to win the lotto? No, I can't win the lotto. You're not allowed to win so the lotto. So I always say to people, it could be you, but it can't be me. It can't be you. <laughs> well, there you go. He said, well, I have a 19 million quid note in my back pocket this evening. So oh, wow, good for you. Yeah. Um, um, so it, it, it won't be through the lotto. Um, no. But let, let's imagine you did have like the colossal windfall. Is a car on the list of things that would be your list of treats? It doesn't feel like it would yeah, well, be. Well, I suppose it is one of the first things I think a lot of people do when they come into money is is to upgrade the car. But I don't like I don't think a Ferrari is me or a Porsche is me. To be honest with you, I I've been in Porsche. Yeah. Like they're low. I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I'd probably like a Range Rover. Something yeah. really high on the road. Yeah. Um, and very comfortable and very safe. Yeah, and there's loads of, I'd, well, I, I've, I've never even been in one. Well, I don't <laughs> think I have. Maybe I have. But like, I'd say the boot is huge. Like things like that I'd yeah. love. Yeah. Well, I, I, do you know, I was, I was in company cars for years. Um, but then when I left the AA, I, first time ever, I bought my own car. Oh, yeah. And, um, looked as electric and all that but and maybe my next car will be but my car has to do two things it has to cross the country to Sligo and back no mess no fuss and it has to carry loads of stuff and yeah. and you know unfortunately that that ruled out several Ferraris uh, that another criteria <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. no I think the more we, we chat about it now definitely Range Rover and actually, when you look at the Royals and all, they they drive a lot of them. So I suppose if it's good enough for yes, them, it's good enough yeah. for me. And you do like to keep an eye on on, on, on <laughs> Royals and celebs, no? Ah, uh, sure. So we all kind of don't we all look at the magazines and yeah. see what other people are up to? Yeah, but vic- you know, vicarious nobody, living, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, so you, nobody you, you, has it all. Nobody has it all. You get people thumbing through car magazines as well, just you know, just to lust after the pictures. Oh, I know, yeah. Um, uh, but such but such is life. So what are you up to then? This uh, this. All Autumn this winter, Nula. As uh, well, I suppose nothing too unusual because you know this September we would have gone to the national ploughing championships, which again didn't take you place normally this do, year. Yeah. yeah, so we actually made a program. Well, actually, the the actual ploughing went ahead this year, but the big event around mm. it didn't. So we made a program about you know the ploughing and the competitors at that. Um, I'm back on Lotto in December. So I'm well. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to give away the 19 million, but I'm presuming if it's still hanging around yeah. in December, I know that'll be quite unusual. Yeah. But I suppose it'll go in the next few days. But your weather, like traffic, 365 days a year. We're so. not. We're not going to run out of weather. No. Um, but then I've seen you doing lots of other stuff, uh, and I, I, you. you you do present the Today Show sometimes yes, as well? And... Yeah, I'd work a bit on that. I had a piece on that during the week about bats. Bats? <laughs> yeah. But bats, like I've never been up close and personal with one, but actually baby bats are very cute. I know people won't believe me when I say they're, that. But they've got these cute. awful little devil gargoyle faces and they're cute all the same. Aren't they? Yeah, I mean, they have big ears, and but they're actually... I think they've got a bad rap. You see, <laughs> movies have, have destroyed their image. Um, and I cover the fashion sometimes on the Today Show as well. So I'm kind of one of those people, like, I'm kind of always working. Yeah. If I'm not doing one thing, I'm doing another. But now at the same time, I have a load of annual leave left. So I think I will take a bit of time off. Because oh, if you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah. And you're you're actually RTE staff, aren't you? So Yeah, I've always been RTE. So 
like I'm always based in Donnybrook. Yeah, so this has been your workplace really since the AA. Yeah, and all through COVID, nothing changed because weather, in fact, people probably needed the weather more than ever because the first lockdown conditions were really good and that's oh, when yeah. people were getting out walking and they were cycling and the sea swimming. Um, so my life never really changed, but I would have noticed, I suppose, going back to the, the kernel of the chat, like the driving yeah. during COVID. Like I, I could get to work in 10 minutes. There was nobody on mm. the road. It was like Armageddon. And like, there was so few people on the road that like, in that 10 minute journey, I could be stopped by two sets of Gardaí checkpoints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got that too crossing the country because my essential journey was the, was the trip across to see Mum in Sligo. Um, so I, I did that, you know, re- repeatedly during the lockdowns. And again, in lockdown one, which was a you know a relative doddle in hindsight. There was a heat wave going on. Yeah, so, and we all thought it was going to like I think we all thought COVID ah, about three weeks. Yeah, we exactly. Yeah, I was very sober and serious and saying you know this could go on for weeks. <laughs> I know. Um, if you only knew. Yeah, if you only knew. But in the meantime, the weather was belting, and you know mm. you, you were doing a day's work which involved sitting on the deck in the garden with a cup of coffee in the sunshine, um, and driving back and forth to Sligo. And uh, at one stage there were a lot of guards on the road uh, and you could be stopped twice on the way down. Yeah. And did you when it's an essential journey and you're visiting family, yeah. do you just, did you have a letter or do you just explain well, it? Do you know, had letters you had, to get to work. Well, I, uh, we, we, the AA was, the, all the AA guys was counted as an essential service. Obviously oh, the roadside right, yeah. breakdown and all that. So uh, we the company provided them with a letter to say that their journey was essential um, and I carried a copy of that letter but it was a bit unconvincing because I was the one who signed it. Yeah. <laughs> so I had like, it's like having permission from your own man. Yes, to, yeah. not do your homework. But it did count as essential. But I was stopped once and I was talking to a guard. He said, hi, what's the journey? And I said, I'm going out to see my mum. And we then spent the next 10 minutes talking about his mum. Uh, that is so weird you should say that because I was stopped by a lovely guard, a female guard, um, in just a regular checkpoint. I was going in to present the lotto. Yeah. And she stopped me. Well, now that's an essential journey. <laughs> well, it was, yeah. if you win. Although, as some of the guards stopped and uh, said to me one day, we didn't win. We were not letting you go. <laughs> <laughs> but she was lovely and she asked me where I was going. I explained I was going into Lotto and she recognised me. We had a bit of a chat and she said to me, how are you? And I said, listen, I said, I'm fine. I can't complain. Like, mm. we're all safe and nobody got COVID and we're staying well. And then I said to her, gosh, you're very nice to ask that. I said, and, and how are you? And then she started telling me how she hadn't seen her family in yeah. ages because they lived in Wexford. Like, I'm so lucky. My family, I'm with my mom and mm. my sister lives very close by. The guards are all asking us how we are. But yeah. actually, I hope they were all okay. Because yeah, they yeah. all had mums and dads and brothers and sisters as well, you yeah. know? Uh, well, well, the guys you met out on the road now were were, were, were genuinely lovely. Oh, uh, yeah, um, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I felt it was one of those periods where, where Ireland really can feel like a very civilised country, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. um, and hope, hopefully we'll never lose that. But I, I think a lot of people, I know me included, found lockdown two an awful lot more difficult than lockdown one. So lockdown two, was that this time last year? Well, no, I'm mentally, whether it's lockdown two, they call it or not, but I'm thinking of the period after Christmas. Oh, that because, was yeah, atrocious. Oh, it was atrocious, yeah. And we'd sort of, we were talking about saving Christmas or not saving Christmas, mm-hmm. or was Christmas ruined anyway, and should we not just cancel the whole damn thing? Yeah, and you I, see, I think a lot of people, sorry to interrupt you, kind of don't like January anyway, yeah. because nothing happens. Mm-hmm. But it made it even more dismal, I yes. felt. Yes, yeah. Um, uh, is, so that was a little bit bleak. I think we're all feeling a little bit 
better now. We uh, are, but I, I... No, we are. I agree with you, but I suppose with the case has been high, I don't know where we go from here. But anyway, I suppose. Well, I tell you what. If you make sure we have good weather, I know um, people that, won't that, mind. Yeah, that that's, that's <laughs> that should, should certainly cheer people up. Um, uh, well, listen, Nuala, you're, you're you're very kind to talk to me. Not um, so. uh, and and we we will certainly have to catch up in a, a broader sense with some other old pals. I yeah, love that. Yeah. Yeah. There, there, there's talk of a, a road watch reunion Is happening. There? It's uh, yeah. Oh, some, I yeah. love that. Yeah. So we definitely have to have to include you in that um, and listen I, I hope you stay, I, I, I'm, I hope you stay well and healthy I, um, as life goes on I mean I know you lost your dad I, I lost my dad at round about the same time so um, it does kind of readjust your, your life it does and, make it... and it's strange because when we talk about cars I think of my dad because yeah. my very first car you know he would have come with me that Saturday morning to pick it up yeah. and when we drove home we stopped for petrol and he insisted on paying for the first fill of petrol, mm. you know, things like that. And and when I got a new car, which was just over a year after he died, I remember taking a picture of the old car and I was thinking, oh, he was in that one, but now he'll never see the new one. Yeah, I, I mean, it is, it is I, I get reminded by dad, I've been reminded of dad from time to time by the most random things. Um, uh, but what are they, he used, he used to love French cars when he was younger. So he was six, you know, we'd snazzy looking six. Yeah. And at one stage we had a, something called a Citroen G Special, which looked very space aged in the seventies. Um, and I just, I, I randomly came across a photo of one uh, not so long ago and you're just kind of uh, tra totally. tra transported back. Yeah. And when my dad wasn't well, he said to me one day in the hospital, I, I don't think I'd ever I'd be able to drive again. I, I don't think I'd be able for it. And, and he, he wouldn't have been in a position to drive again. But I, I said to him, oh, Dad, sure, Dublin traffic is awful. Yeah. Sure. Why would you be driving? No, no, the bus is great. Because I didn't want him to feel yeah. that he couldn't, you know. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's strange how you think of people and connect them with things. Yeah, I mean, an early life stage is when you get on the road and you start driving um, and, and you're the, the later inevitable life, life stage that you come mm. to eventually as you reach a point where you stop. Um, unless, you know, you just feel like like the Queen and don't feel like driving. You know, know. My mother's a little bit like that. <laughs> oh, listen, there's a, bit, a lot to be said for that. I have a few friends who can't drive. Well, they haven't learned to drive. Yeah. I'm sure they'd be very good at it if they put their mind to it. But I see them driven here, there and everywhere. And then I say to myself, did I make a mistake? Yeah. But I didn't. It's a skill you have to have. It's, and a, it's essential. It, yeah, very, very good. Um, well, listen, Nuala, it, it, it's delightful to catch up with you and it's, it cheers me up to see you looking so well uh, and obviously thanks, in such yeah. great form um, and thanks a million for chatting to me and uh, listen talk to you soon and you too thanks Connor thanks to Nula for being so good and talking to us Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed it. This has been Driving Life with Connor Faulkner. If you did enjoy it or bits of it, then maybe you'll check in with us again next time. Until then, drive safely, live happily and come back and see us again. Music